Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 26, Damon Starr, running for Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Trustee in Ward 8 and 14, recorded on September 1st, 2018. Damon Starr, you're running for Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Trustee in Ward 8 and 14. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Hi, Joey. Thanks for having me here. So firstly, tell us, who is Damon Starr? Damon Starr in third person is probably somebody that's always evolving with what's going on around me. You know, primarily, I'm an engaged parent. I have six children attending Hamilton Public Schools here in Hamilton, both at the elementary and secondary level. And my wife and I raise our children here in Hamilton. And I'm a business owner. I work with Ontario Living Wage Network uh, as, as a partner, as a business partner. And I'm involved with the Canadian National Autism Foundation and uh, civically here on various uh, initiatives like the community liaisons with ArcelorMittal, with the water treatment facility and their upgrades there. And so uh, speaking to those issues and things like infrastructure development. So throughout the city, from time to time, you'll see me liaisoning with the community on those issues. And I'm also a parent involved with my children's elementary school as a, a school council chair. And I've been doing that since our youngest child entered school. Why are you running? Well, there's a wonderful opportunity today to offer my skill sets and experience to the, this public office and to the board in general. As many people know, a longtime trustee, Wes Hicks, has decided not to seek re-election after 33 years of representing Ward 8, and that will leave some big shoes to fill. And both his role on the board and his role in committees like the finance and facilities and human resources, both are strengths for me and my background that I could bring to the table. And lastly, of course, this year, we see the changes to the municipal ward boundaries and, and also the inclusion of 8 and 14 as one award responsibility for a trustee. So uh, that'll include three new schools. That's uh, Queensdale, Ridgemount, and Norwood Park, which were traditionally a uh, part of Ward 7, that will now become part of the Ward 8, Ward 14 responsibilities. And so I think that will make it a large responsibility and somebody with my skill sets, I believe, will be able to contribute. How have you contributed to your school community and education in Hamilton? That really goes back to the city's vision statement, and that is, is uh, the best place to raise a child. And having six children and uh, raising our children here in Hamilton, I think the best way, and my wife agrees, that we would best to participate. And we could do that at the school level. So when my youngest child entered school, my wife and I began volunteering, and uh, she volunteers in the classroom. And I volunteered on the school council as both co-chair and chair. Also, too, my manufacturing company has been a co-op placement for students interested in the trades and apprenticeship opportunities. And I think that education actually goes beyond those four walls. And it's also about what we do in community. So that's part of the mentorship. And we sponsor, my family sponsors organizations like Give Proof to Youth, where last week we were at McQueston Park on Upper Wentworth and bringing together organizations in the arts, employment, and education, and support services. And so, so we're apt to be involved in that way also. What are your priorities for improving public education in Hamilton? 
So first of all, Joey, what I want to emphasize is, is that I would be an individual that focuses on complementing the work of Trustee Hicks, who has been there for 33 years. And, you know, I certainly would welcome his input moving forward. And I think that speaks to my values. And that is one where clarity on the past helps us define how we're going to move forward. And so that would be one of the priorities. And then ensuring that there's clear lines of communication um, between the school community, that's parents, principals, staff, educators, and our government officials. So making sure that those are in place, that those are priorities for me. What three skills have you demonstrated that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on the school board? I think that an individual like myself has been consistent in the community. I'm visible. I think that I've been accessible over the years. I've been civically engaged since I was 19. And so I think you learn a lot in those opportunities through a lifetime. And now it's an opportunity for me to put those skill sets to task and become part of this process. Since 1997, many have reasonably argued that school board trustees merely exist to provide someone for local parents to blame for provincial decisions. Do you agree or disagree? Why or why not? So I disagree. I I come from a background of responsibility. I mean, I think that trustees have a role and a responsibility, and it certainly can be in the response or to a knee-jerk reaction kind of position, but I would like to be a more proactive individual, and that's an individual that helps to define how we move forward, recognize how we got where we are, and what it is we're trying to achieve. So I'm a goal-setting individual, and I'd like to apply those skill sets to the position. What two changes do you wish to achieve during your four-year term on the board? I'm not coming to this role from a change perspective. I hope that doesn't uh, contradict the idea of asking a question and getting a solid answer. And that, that is, is that I'd like to build and complement on what's there. So I'd like to take the positive things and build strength around those issues. And the challenges that we have are not uncommon across, I'm sure, many boards. But I'd like to face those challenges head on. And so if, if that's something different, then I certainly will bring that to the table because I, I, I certainly wouldn't want things festering into something worse. But taking challenges and putting them to the forefront so that we deal with them is definitely uh, speaks to my values. It's 2022. The public record is writing an assessment of your performance during the past four years. What three words would you hope describe your term on the board? So if you had one thing to say about me, Joey, I think I would consider that a positive. But if if I have to choose three things, I'd like to think I was well-reasoned. I'd like to think I was accessible. And I'd like to think that people view me as somebody that's very sincere in what I do. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you manage a staff recommendation to close the school in Ward 8 and 14, which staff states will enable the board to provide a better quality of education across the system? So I think politics, as you've explained, is one that does work with limited resources. I think that's a given. And moving forward, I wouldn't speculate on that kind of thing. So I hope I hope again that, you know, not answering that question directly on on school closures. But what I would say is, is that I would offer due diligence. I would take recommendations from the professionals that were asking for that information. And I would only make such a decision in the interests of students and parents and families, and also with consideration to the community and the impacts it may have on community. 
The school board's relationship with the Hamilton City Council has had its ups and its downs. How do you plan to work with City Council during the next four years? I agree with you. I've, you know, I'm aware of, of some of that history, but I, what I would say is, is that communication is the good place to start. It's a very good place to start. And I'll say to you this week alone, I have reached out to all of the council candidates in wards eight and 14 by email in order to open up that line of communication in advance and let them know that I'm an individual that wants to be accessible and have a good dialogue moving forward. And so that's through transparency and through communication styles, you know, either by phone or email. I want to make sure that those lines of communication are open for both the candidates and those that are elected come October 22nd. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks you wish to share? What I'd like to express is, is that for myself, you know, I mentioned that I have six children and I may not have mentioned that two of my children live with developmental disabilities. And so much of my work has been in and around the areas of AODA and special needs. And so I see these as priorities for inclusive communities. And I'd like to bring that also to the table for the hope that people will see that it's not just a benefit for the individuals that are impacted, but it's a benefit for the whole community. And in this case, the whole school community can benefit from seeing how individuals live differently throughout our communities. Thank you again for joining us today. I want to thank the Terry Berry branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their makerspace where we recorded this podcast. This has been episode 26 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast, our interview series with candidates in the 2018 Hamilton municipal election. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.